Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hi, it's Jackie Cation And you are listening to The Dork Forest The website's JackieCation.com DorkForest.com TheDorkForest.com if you like a determiner Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio and video. Vilmos works on JackieCation.com. And Mike Rickberg uh, sang the song with his wife, Sarah. He composed it, and he will sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of this show. Thank you so much for listening to The Dorks Forest. Here's a scoop. I'm doing stand-up online. A lot of Zoom shows will eventually go back on the road. Sign up for my email list. It's easy to get off. It's harder to get on than it is to get off. And no harm, no foul, if ever bored. JackieCasia.com. Sign up for the email list. You'll find out about my weekly Zoom shows and stand-up on the road eventually. You may donate to the show if you would like. I would like. Sure, I would. There's PayPal, Jackie at JackieCation.com, and there is a PayPal button on both DorkForest.com and JackieCation.com, and there's Venmo, if you like Venmo, Jackie-Cation, oddly enough. If you have listened to all of the shows, go to DorkForest.Bandcamp.com, I think. The Dork Forest has a Bandcamp page. You can listen to a, but a lot of ones that are free from pre 2000 nine when I started pre-recording and uh, then there's a live episodes that cost me a couple of bucks. So I charge you a couple of bucks. There's also some stand up. There's a story uh, album. That's very exciting there. And um, other than that, I have a lot of merch in my garage. Feel free to order if you know anybody who doesn't have any CDs or the DVD. And uh, you can follow me everywhere at Jackie Cation. Let's get into the show. Hi, Jackie Cation in my garage. Like I, like I am, Dork Forest, you've chosen wisely, Rangers. Uh, today, I'm the final piece, the final piece <laughs> of the puzzle from the podcast, the shout-out show. I did the podcast. You listen to it because you're all podcast listeners, Rangers. Uh, I have with me Aisha Alpha. Welcome to the program. Hi. Just, just I should have said this before, but it's actually just Aisha. Not it's just Aisha. Aisha. Yeah. I sometimes like to ethnic things up. People like to make Cation into Kashian. Uh-huh. So what, what about letters. just uh, Aisha? How about that? Why there we, we go. Just, why don't we just nail it out the get-go? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I was worried about Alpha. I know. It's like once people see the first name, then they get intimidated by the ALFA and they're like, Oh no, how do you say this? And I'm like, that's the easy part. <laughs> the first part is the part that everyone's like, yeah. Right, right. Super phonetic there on the back end. <laughs> so no need to, to fight the good fight. So the shout out podcast, you and your co-hosts uh, have all done the dork forest. Yes. So the shout out show podcast now in its form is um, Sophia Zalon and I host it. And as you know, winter Spears, who was a part of it before, is very busy because she has an actual job in the industry daytime. So yes. she couldn't commit to <laughs> right. doing this all the time. But yeah, she's uh, she's one of the orig- original uh, shout outs. She was yeah. the, one of the original shout outs and now uh, has to um, she's she's making strides. So yeah. good for Winter Spears. Yeah, yes. that's great. Yes. But uh, you have a you have an album that came out tragically during. <laughs> is it tragic, though? Because it came out during pod, during pandemic and it was put out by all things comedy. 
So there's nothing they, tragic about being put out, like produced by All Things Comedy, and having people like uh, Bill Burr and Al Madrigal behind you in right. your quest for comedy. Someone um, to give a damn. Yes. Yeah, but it is a little bit tragic because it was like so. It's like all the culmination of my whole. This is my first album, so it's the first, right. you know the first thing I'm putting out there, and I was like, I can't wait. I gave birth. And then right? three months later, recorded a whole album. And in that time, had to go out every single, you know what I mean? All oh, that wait, stuff. You literally gave birth. I gave birth to a I human. thought this was going to be an analogy for your, yeah. for your album. <laughs> no, no. You gave birth to an actual child. I actually, uh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I had a baby. And then three months later, went on stage and performed my special. Yes. And so it was like this, this feeling of like, oh my gosh, like all the whole comedy life was coming to a peak. And then I was going to go and tour it and do all these things. And then pandemic, pandemic. Um, so, you know, but you got to spend a year it. with your baby. Yes. Yes. And what kind of baby yes. did you have? A human baby? What boy I did girl? have a human. He's a boy. Um, he's actually almost two now. And oh. now I, <gasps> and here. you are again with child. Yeah. Congratulations. You, know, when you are enormous. Lost, <laughs> you just, <laughs> there's nothing else to do right now, right? Like, so oh I'm a God, human. That's so uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just date another being. I'll be right back. No, I'll do another album. Anyway, it's called All the Parts. And people yeah. can, because of all things comedy, everyone can hear it everywhere because yes. uh, Al and Bill are great at uh, putting stuff out. So yeah, they're phenomenal. Yeah. And the all whole, the parts yeah, out there. Uh, is the name of the album. Aisha Alpha is, uh, and I'm, I'm going to, I know you're is like, is your name. Whoa. Get it yeah. right. And then, <laughs> it's perfect. Um, perfect. yeah. And then, uh, but today we discussed the dorks. Oh, and it's all at a- a- Aisha Alpha on Instagram and Twitter and podcast. And it's spelled A-I-S-H-A, A-L-F-A. So mm-hmm. if you go to AishaAlpha.com, all the all the socials are linked, but it's also at all of those things. Yeah. Uh, I'm including your Venmo. You. Why don't you send that baby a dollar? Yes. And what the heck? <laughs> I'm like, if you can find one thing, you can find them all for me. That's my philosophy. That's what Jackie Cation too, except for I think at one point I was naming things the Dork Forest. And um yeah, I have some some regret. I think Bandcamp is the Dork Forest, and maybe my Facebook professional page is the Dork Forest. But I feel like that's Facebook. That's but Facebook's over. It's yeah, fine. It's over. It's a uh, but uh, TikTok. It's a education. You guys feel oh, free nice. to go look at hotel art. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so but your dorkdom is something that is close to my uh, close to my, my 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 heart which is korean food. Yes. Uh, I have a great mm-hmm. list here that we may get through to more of them just if we if we can. But we'll let's start with korean food cuz I I haven't had enough. Andy doesn't like korean food very much. He's okay <sighs> with it. This is like okay, can we bond over this because my hubby is very much like he could just eat Fry like a piece of not even fried, just like chicken broiled and like broccoli every night of his life. He could eat that. And I'm like, wow. give me some spice. Give me some flavor. Give me some yeah. complexity. Um, uh, Kai Jang, which I'm probably pronouncing. I, I've I've that's how it's been pronounced several times correctly at different Korean restaurants. And then other times I have I've been glared at and it's and someone has pronounced it differently. But it's always spelled Y-U-J-A-I. K-A-N-G. And it's also called spicy beef soup. Oh, yeah. And spicy beef soup will cure whatever doesn't ail you. (laughs) It literally will prevent. It's like like medicinal, right? Like there's like so much history behind it. And they're like, 
they're um, they have one that's like a full chicken in a pot. Like you eat the full chicken that's been boiled and and um, called hot samgye pot, like a hot hot pot chicken. And what's it called? Samgyetang. <sighs> and it's like literally, it, you look at it and you're like, this looks flavorless because it's just like sort of like pale. You know what I mean? It yeah. Is, it's like so garlicky and so <gasps> hot and like it. If you have a cold. This is the thing you you eat in order to become strong. Like, and it's always yeah. every every Korean dish is like it makes you virile or it makes you like you know. There's like some story behind You're, it. It's very potent. And yeah. um, you kajang. They're like this will fix what if you have a cold. Have you kajang? If you don't have a cold, it will prevent it. <laughs> it's like and I think it's just the flavors of the spices. And you kajang, by the way, looks like it will kill you, and it can yeah. be varying degrees of spiciness. Yes, because the Koreans do you like spicy. I do. I oh do. yeah, me too. I'm Not like a crazy. spice fanatic. I love I, spice. I like spice, but I like it. Like I used to work at a Chinese restaurant and people would say, is it spicy? And I'd say, I had heard one of my coworkers say this. and It was the best answer, which is not spicy so much as just, it's full of flavor. Yeah. And, uh, cause it doesn't, I don't want it to burn my face off. Yeah. You want to uh, taste I, it. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, and I think that, I think that Korean food, most Korean food is good because it is spice. You know, there's some spice in it, whatever, like kimchi is spicy and all that kind of stuff, yeah. but it's not so spicy that you're going to not be able to eat it, but yeah. it's like, it'll give you by the end of the meal, you'll have a bit of a, maybe a runny nose. It's cleared out your sinuses, <laughs> whatever. Like right, it's right. just made you there healthier. Might be a, yeah. A little bit of a, all the bloods flowed to your face. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you didn't know you needed. Right. Right. When you're eating exactly. food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but like, uh, so I used to live in Korea for four years and oh. I had never eaten Korean food before I went over. Oh my God. I am so jealous. What yes. four years? What what years? It was 2004 to 2008. Okay. And I had previously gone. So I used to be um, a soccer player was sort of like what I did in life is my, my thing. A professional soccer player. Yeah. And before I, I should before I you did, guys, I know, everyone, it's... if you could please follow her and all the things <laughs> and hopefully you'll get to see some soccer footage. Yeah. And uh, that's I so cool. I kind of forget about that whole life before comedy, but sure. I went over to Korea originally for um, the world university games. Okay. And it was a very controlled, you know what I mean? Like you're not going out and about and stuff. You're there. It's like the Olympics university okay. students really yes and so you're sort of on these places but we broke out one of my my girlfriends and I on the team we like kind of broke out and went out to see like our <laughs> own version of Korea yeah. with like you know at and least, at least a freaking day yes you know yeah we were we broke all the rules we didn't we were like we were like yeah soccer 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 but like what about Korea like we just kind of <laughs> did our thing yeah um but like we went out and and the we didn't even know what we were ordering we were just like give us your best meal at some restaurant and the, the, we're putting things in our mouth being like, I don't know if this is even something you're supposed to eat, but it tastes so good. Like it was just like right. so addictive and so good right. that when I went back and like moved there and lived there, I played soccer in a men's league. I worked as an English teacher. I worked editing like books and stuff. Right. And I, you spin plates. I, I'm <laughs> earning nine livings. Like <laughs> you are perfect for stand up. <laughs> But I was like, I, I took trips to cities because that's where certain foods I liked had, you know, came from. Like I was like, oh. so into finding out about the food yes. and like being there with it. I just, I became such a like Korean food foodie. It was right, right. magic. It was magic. They were like, you have to go here because they do something weird to olives or yeah. they, <laughs> they have this incredible potato dish that they've something like that. 
Yes. Like, so my favorite, one of my favorite, I'd say I, I'm going to give it number one spot. My favorite Korean like meal is yes. called takgalbi. How, okay. how are you? How are you phonetically spelling that? Any so idea? I would say it's, you know, like in Korean, they have like hard D's and hard T's. So yeah. you would do like a double or maybe like a D, A, an L in a, in brackets, K. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like tak. Yeah. And then galbi, G-A-L-B-I. And I okay. think a lot of people I've know about galbi. Galbi, yes. yes. And that's like the meat on the barbecue in the middle. But tak galbi is chicken. <gasps> But it's instead of it's more like a, a huge stir fry with like chicken and and vegetables and the rice cakes and this amazing sauce okay. that you sit and you stir it for however long it takes to get it ready. And then, you know, you're eating all the little side dishes and all yeah, the fun yeah. stuff. You're, and you, you could be full on the side dishes. Oh, my gosh. There's like 25 different side dishes. Right. And, and as soon as you finish one, they're like, you want more? And you're like, ah. In in Chinese restaurants, they make fun of you if you finish all the food. And <laughs> the Koreans are like, do you want some more? Yeah, let's They're like, do you this. better stay here until you're done. <laughs> um, but then halfway through after eating this amazing stir fry, which is like spicy and flavorful and so good, then they come and they chop up what you've got left on there into smaller pieces and they add rice and kimchi and dried seaweed and they make like a stir fry rice dish. It's like the second course. And then you eat that. And then, you know, you roll, you open your pants and you roll out at the end because it's just so much food. Yeah. But it's like not a really well-known dish because I know people love like bibimbap and bulgogi and, mm -hmm. and kalbi. But this is one I, I went to um, Chuncheon, which is the city that that kalbi started and like on a long train ride with my one friend, dragged him along <laughs> and made him eat takalbi at three different places in one day and then took a train back home. Like, I was like, no, we're doing oh my, this. Could we please travel together? <laughs> I need to overeat when I travel. I'm just like, we're in a weird, a place we have not been. Yes. And Andy will eat, he'll eat, he'll eat anything. And he wants to try everything. But he's like, well, we just ate. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many times are you in Iceland? Anyway, uh, when what we're in, wherever we are, right? You have to like Ron Josel. Oh yes! Uh, oh my gosh! Ron Josel is like he's Canadian. I'm Canadian, so of course. Oh, there I know. you go. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. So we went on a, uh, a, a, a armed forces entertainment thing in Eastern Europe uh -huh. with oh my him gosh. for Vargas Amazing. Mason, and uh, he was like he would he would buy and try all the food all the time. Oh yeah, and I was like. Yeah, you, I, I will travel with you anywhere. This is a delight. Uh, how do you spell the whole, how would you spell the whole chicken thing? Well, okay. Now, again, I, I as you know, Korean spelling, even in Korea, they spell it different in different restaurants. Right. And they're going to, yes. This is what I would say. So, Samgyetang. So, S A M. Okay. G Y E. Okay. T A N G. That's okay. What, that's my final answer. That's what I'm going <laughs> Oh my God. I love, I love that. Cause, uh, I, uh, want to eat a whole chicken almost all the time. <laughs> so, uh, that's my downfall. It is the thing I love. And, uh, and the thing about Korean food is that it's super healthy. It's, it's never, it's not processed <laughs> except for by someone's grandmother. Uh, right. I mean, it's like maybe, an old field and like, yeah, yeah. There's a, they've buried something, but don't, but there's no fructose. It's not happening. It's, I think that's what's, when I lived in Korea, the amazing thing was, you know, like 
if they have, they have other food, like you can get Americanized food. You can get all kinds of different things. Korean fried chicken is still as a black woman. I'm saying this on record. One of my favorite <laughs> types of fried chicken in the world. That's because like, it's not too greasy. Yeah. It's its own yeah. like version and it's yeah. delicious and made with like good chicken. But when you, when I lived there, if you were willing to eat Korean food, I mean, it's dirt cheap. Like legit getting a full on meal with all the side dishes and all the stuff would be like $4. Right. Getting a beer was like a dollar. Like it was just yeah. so cheap. And yeah. so I could save all this money and then travel and do all these fun things. But like I, and I was in heaven cause I loved Korean food and I'm like, yeah. this is the best of both worlds for me. Totally. It was so, so great. When you just lived there for four years, where did, did you live in Seoul? I lived in Seoul for most of it. And then I also lived in a, t- a city called Ilsan, which is right just south of like the DMZ. So really close to North Korea. Oof. Um, yeah. yeah. So we um, saw a lot of like armed soldiers just randomly on our, like, you know, treks to school to go teach. There'd be like bunkers with guys and you're like, sure. <laughs> like, yeah, this is normal. <laughs> that's uh, that's going to be, that's perfect. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, so how would you, how would you pick a, a Korean restaurant in Seoul or in that town and not be said, Oh, look, the Americans here, we're going to give her, something I think that, that, that is probably delicious anyway, quite honestly. But like, yeah. So yeah. when I, when I first went down, I lived in Ilsan, which is there are less um, foreigners there because it's oh, like, okay. you know, it's a smaller place. It's- and so um, usually like we, I was working at a school and the, whenever you go there, it's such a tradition where they take you out for a meal and they like show you around and do all that sort of stuff. So most places I would say in anywhere you live in Korea you basically like know your little general area mm-hmm. and that's where you do all your stuff. You do your shopping, you go to school, you go to church, you do all, you know what I mean? You right. get all your food from within that little area. So we just kind of w- walked around, saw our local places, tried things out. And then you pick your favorites and bing, bang, boom, you go there all the time. And that's where you go. Yeah. And that's, and the thing is like, they loved, especially in Ilsan, they loved having foreigners there because we were teaching, they could practice their English with us. And like okay. people love hearing about Canada and America and all this stuff. Right. So that was delightful. When I went to Seoul there at the time, I think it's gone now, but there was an American um, army base. Okay. Right near where we lived. And there was, a, there was like a love hate of Americans because yeah. there was, you know, obviously if you have a ton of foreigners in a place, it's going to disrupt certain parts of like Korean culture and stuff like that. And and, you know, the whole, I don't know, international relations and sex and all, like all the stuff that happens. Right. So there was sort of like a love hate, but they were just so, you know, that was a place where it was like really convenient to get anything you needed. And they would, they were really like, Koreans are just so accommodating. It's ridiculous. Right. Like you go into a place and you're like, um, like I went with a friend who had some ulcer issue and he couldn't have anything spicy. So they made everything without spice and you can you know, loving Korean food. You know, that's very difficult to do. That is, You can't get that here uh, in Los Angeles. They're like, no, no. no. Yeah. They're like, go somewhere else then. Exactly. Where there's no spice. <laughs> but like they would make him bibimbap. And instead of giving him the gochujang hot spicy sauce, they would give him like, they'd make him another sauce that was less spicy. Like, wow. So that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, like, you know, you, your bosses would, it's always like the old in the Confucius culture there, the oldest member is yeah. the wisest. Okay. So, and he also old, happened to know the best restaurants. Exactly. Yes. And, and they're like the head of the company. So they're willing to spend whatever amount of money. So you're like, 
oh yes, I'll definitely go out for like dinner with you, boss man. And you can yes. spend all this money on amazing, you know, because um, you yeah. will know, and you could even pick. This yeah. is a, this is this is the perfect experience for someone else to pick dinner for you. Oh, it's amazing! Uh, yeah, and, and you so, know, there's the whole theory of, or not theory, but like the culture of when you go with this elevated person, you cannot stop eating or drinking until they stop eating and drinking. No, I did not so, know that. But do you have to stop when they stop? And I, well, no, you don't have to, but you can't well, stop before. <laughs> but so just, pace yourself, Americans, <laughs> if uh, especially Californios. And, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because you're like, oh, no, I'm full. I've had, I've had a bite. And you're yeah. like... No, come on. You anyway. can't be one of those like uh, I'm watching my diet. Nope, doesn't work. Like you better eat, girl. Like that's you, all. Yes, yes, yes. And that's that's me. I'm like I'm not one of those people who goes out and gets a salad. I'm like, give me, give no. me the real. Give me the no, meats. Give I me the veggies. I can starve myself at home. Yeah, I don't. Exactly. When I go out, I literally would like you to prepare something delicious. <laughs> that I don't know how to do. Exactly, so that'd exactly. be great. We were going to yeah. go uh, for steak and eggs this morning because mm. there's an Argentinian, my favorite Argent, there's an Argentinian restaurant that is amazing. And because it's Argentinian, the best steak and eggs. And you live in the Valley. So yes. Sepulveda off of Satikoy. I have never actually had steak and eggs. Do, I love you- eggs and I love steak. I just never put them together. Don't go to Norms. Okay. Uh, Norms <laughs> is $5.99 for steak and eggs. And you know what that is? Too cheap. Not expensive. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. no steak and right. egg combo that can cost only that. Yeah. The Argentinian place is only about $12 or $13. Because because it's a, you know, what it is, is it's a breakfast portion. But the, the steak is beautiful. Well, I mean, Argentinian, like yeah. they're. That's their. What did I have the one time? Lomo steak. And it's like this, the spice that they put on it. The rub is like unbelievable. Yeah. They have and, a Lomito a sandwich, which is that uh, on beautiful French bread. And uh, anyway, if you were to ever want to go to lunch, uh, I yes. would go to lunch. I okay. feel like this conversation, like from minute one, I was like, oh, we're going to need to eat some food together. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. And uh, because I went, okay, first of all, my sister is going to be very, very jealous because she has always wanted to go to Korea oh. and uh, and then just go there and try Korean food. So this is, um, I mean, maybe we could schedule it with, you know, there is, there are, um tours where they get a local to and, take you around oh to my take gosh you around. that would be amazing right and andy and i went on a tour of vietnam and cambodia nice for 14 days and the guy who did vietnam was like he was very funny because day four all the people on this tour were like can we get a bon me and he's like I've been taking you to people's homes for the most yeah. amazing Vietnamese food in the world. You want a 75 cent street sandwich? Yeah. And we're like, well, it's become very popular. Uh, Vietnamese people in America and Australia are yeah. really knocking it out. And he's like, please let me take you for a 75 cent sandwich. That is also an important part of food culture. When you go places is the street food. Like I'm like, I love like Korean street food you know, it's not like just hot dogs and like a taco. It's like all kinds of like, those are the things I think that Do you they, need to have like the high end, the middle end, and then the low end. You got to try sure. it all. Mm-hmm. And what is Korea? Is there hand? Is there, do they, did they do a hand pie? I have they, never seen a hand pie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know 
know what, like what in your brain you're thinking a hand pie is, but just like a name pita? a hand pie is hand my pie favorite. Is the, it's, the, it's the fun way to say hand pie. Because uh, like, <laughs> so, just called hand pie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it could have gyros. It could have pierogi. It could oh, have, uh, it could have, pierogi. right. It could have pupusas. It could have burritos. It could it have, have tacos. That's true. All the things. That's a good, I mean, that's a good overreaching umbrella term. I have just never heard it before. Now I'm going to use it all the time. <laughs> right, right. Hand pie. Uh, but do they have anything that you can walk and eat? They have, um, I mean, so there's, there's um, kimbap, which is kind of like sushi, okay. but it's, um, it just, it's just tastes different. And they have like different things that you put in it, but it basically, it's the same idea. It's like seaweed j- wrapped around rice and veggies or whatever. Um, but you can get that not cut. So like now how they have these sort of whatever they're like sushi burrito things that they have now, like yeah. Korea was doing that for a long, long time. Oh, where you like just... nori rolls in Japan are, uh-huh. is just a piece of nori with, with, uh, something in the middle and yes. rice. And you can get it like seven 11 kind of stores yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Same sort of thing. Okay. Um, so you can get that, but they also have like, um, tteokbokki, which is, so it's like, this is the thing that after the bar. This is the after the bar. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it's like, you know, everyone's kind of milling around and then the cart's there and you smell it for a block and you follow your nose to find where the place is. Yes. But it was just like, it's like a big pan with like a spicy red sauce and all these um, rice cakes. And not um, when we think of rice cakes here, we think of like the hard, crunchy, yeah. I'm on some sort of 1980s diet. Kind of hard <laughs> thing. But there it's more like a thick pasta. Like it's like a, an actual like cooked rice that's been pounded together. And it's just like big chunks of that in this spicy sauce with onions that have been sauteed and sort of like these fish cake things. And you would get them in little Dixie cups yeah. for like 50 cents and then a toothpick. And then you would like wander home dripping sauce down your face. <laughs> it's so good. So filling. What it's like that? carb heavy and spicy. Which is good because you got to soak up all the booze. Exactly. And because after like here in Los Angeles, there is those hot dogs, you know, essentially it's um, a grocery cart, a cookie sheet and a propane gas thing. Yes. And then there's bacon wrapped hot dogs. Yes. I was just talking onions, about those yesterday. <laughs> onions and green peppers. Mm-hmm. And um and they are, I think, three dollars. Yeah. Which is um and that's the after bar food here. And it's I from it there is there is a show on and I have talked about it before, but there is a show on Netflix that is a docuseries. Uh-huh. So beautifully shot of food and it is rural China. They go to different towns in rural China, small towns, which means that there could be as many as 11 million people. (laughs) Uh, But, but they're, but they're small towns and they're essentially the foods that are, that that town is known for. Oh, I I want to live that documentary. Three seasons. Each episode is 10 to like 13 minutes. Wow. And it's just like what they do is they stretch a potato forever and then they make a noodle with it. And it's always delicious, except when it's some sort of festival food. And you know that 500 years ago, some rich person said to some poor person, you get nothing. And then someone's grandmother said, well, what if I take and Haggis was born, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And every culture's got it, right? Chitlins, uh, Ludafisk 
is the Wisconsin version, which is in Norway. The Vikings came, they burned a town to the ground. Uh, there was cod underneath the ash. So the people picked it up and were like, <laughs> and then literally Ludafisk is, I see if I can get this order right. It's baked and then boiled in lye. So it has a consistency. It's foul consistency. It's just gross. It sounds like a poison. It sounds like they're making something to poison people. Right. Lie. I don't think you're supposed to eat it. No. But I've had lutefisk because it is a festival meal. It is something. And let me tell you something about the ancient Norwegians. They're rolling over in their graves. <laughs> they're just like, uh, you don't have to eat that. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we had to eat that. They're like, uh, you know, you have pizza, right? Like right. that's also at the festival. <laughs> and it's all, and it's 26 bucks a, a, a plate. Oh gosh. Oh, right. Gosh. It's always, everything is 26 bucks a plate is poor people food that has been turned into something that, I mean, and then, and this is what this is. Aisha Alpha is uh, <laughs> is that it is uh, a bit that is not working, and I don't think I can do it. But it's literally I'm I'm driven mad by the fact that 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 uh, I know I'm surrounded by poor people right now that are currently. It's too sad because it, it's poor people making amazing food out of nothing. Yeah. Right. They've stolen a handful of hazelnut coffee dates from 7-Eleven and they're making the best bread pudding. Right. Right. It's going to be $26 a plate nine months from now. I know. Yeah. I'm like, I know like things like in Japan, there was somebody who made a viable food out of like, basically the base was cardboard. And I was like, this is a more alarm. This is not the story that they're making food. The thing is, that they felt the need to make right. food out of cardboard. We should yes. be addressing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, okay. Maybe that's an angle because, uh, <laughs> because they are making food out of things that don't make. And, and I know, so in this, in this series, there mm. is um, the bile from in, can you hear this helicopter in yeah. the background? Okay. Uh, there is, go, there's a goat uh, uh-huh. at, at festival. It always this starts one time. with a goat. Always starts with a goat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. And so the bile from the belly of the goat is used to make something like stone soup, right? Where everybody just brings it over and then it's a festival food. And you're like, you realize the backstory on that. And um, you know why they had to do this. Like it's one like- person had a leak that they were hoarding. So... Um, <laughs> And so you know that like the ancient Chinese are rolling over in their graves going, eat the goat. You have a whole goat. <laughs> so yeah, ridiculous. It's, it's, I mean, it also is just like you think about some of the foods that we have or, and like complex dishes or even just simple things. You think about like who 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 saw this thing in nature and went, what if? <laughs> what, what if I pick that? Okay. And then I peel it. And then I bury it for three years and then I boil it. And then I add it to this. It's like all these steps, like how many different versions and permutations did they go through before they got the thing? You know what how I mean? How many In people the end. died? How many? Yeah. There was, uh, I read an anecdotal. Uh, I read uh, uh, a thing about how one of the guys that founded Alcoholics Anonymous, mm-hmm. he was a doctor, but he was a gynecologist. Anyway, but when they the, started trying, the vaginas to- drove him to drink, <laughs> and then he came back. Well, and he was he was trying he was trying to figure out how, how to. Uh, th- th- these two guys were trying to sober up a bunch of drunks, right? And they yeah. would try anything. And so one of the things this doctor 
wanted to do was to sort of boost people's health. And uh, so he had them drink the juice of sauerkraut. And um, occasionally, so a hundred, so they got in that first year, whatever that that Alcoholics Anonymous was invented. They saved like a hundred people, like a hundred people sobered up that were on their deathbeds. Uh huh. Okay. Some people died. <laughs> like he was like, it's drink like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to get some nutrients in you, and I know that sauerkraut juice has a lot of vitamins. And you're like, not if that's all they're drinking, Doc. Yeah. And, they're like, well, he's been drinking a, a gallon of moonshine a day. Well, this can't kill him. Uh, bam. And then they'd be like, let's not do that again. <laughs> I was like, wow. It's like the, yeah, the trial and error of these things before there was all these regulations, right? Or just like, like I watched a documentary about some clinic and I don't know where it is, where it's just water therapy, where you just drink water. And they're like, yeah, he was proudly telling the the documentarian that their youngest patient was like, six weeks old. And I was like, can we find, can we find those parents? Can we get the police? Oh my God. Because why would you ever be giving your kid only right. one? like, it's just like, this is all wrong. Keep, Everything keep that guy it. talking. Right? Somebody, a yeah. uh, sound guy, just go yeah, yeah. look for that baby. Exactly. Holy I'm like, there's just some crazy stuff that people, that people do. And then when it works, then you're a hero. But yeah. before that, weren't you just a murderer? Like, weren't you? You were a murderer. Yes. As a matter of fact. Those first versions of however they prepared the fish with the lie, I'm like, that was murder. Yeah. Like, that person yeah. might have stumbled upon the one version that was edible and been like, I guess I'm done murdering. Like, you know. <laughs> well, I guess my career as a murderer is over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What else is there to do? Well, why don't you go back to fishing? Um, yeah. So in Korean food, they, they eat all the food, right? I mean, oh, yeah. it is beef. It is chicken, but it is also fish, fish, pork, pork as well. Like, uh, yeah, they eat, there's a lot of pork in Korean food. Samgyeopsal, which is one of my favorite dishes is pork belly galbi essentially. <gasps> and it what? is on it. I'm like, it is. It's like a food that was dropped down from heaven. It's so good and so greasy <laughs> and so yummy. Um, but it was like, like even, you know, they have like um, the equivalent of like chicken wings where it's, you know, pieces of chicken. Then they also in the same menu have like chicken feet and then also just the tendons from the chicken feet. And you're like, <laughs> what? Like, it's just, they eat everything. They eat all yeah. the parts, which is, this makes sense. Like that's a, that's a better way to have, you know, yeah. used food. For um, sure. For sure. Especially. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so, such a grandma, you know, we don't yeah. have to throw that out. Right. We could put it in the soup. Right. And, exactly. <laughs> and then some American can come and go, what is that? And take it out and oh, then just finish the rest. My dad loves tripe. Oh. And uh, I was like, it tastes like a, it has the consistency of a zipper, dad. <laughs> I can't do it. And, uh, and he's like, don't think about it. It's really, really good. That's what everyone and, says. Don't think about it. I'm like, I've, I'm already thinking about it. I already know what it is. I can't not unthink hear, it now. <laughs> right. I just said the words. It yeah. means I'm thinking about it. And because uh, my grandmother was uh, Armenian and and so used, he's an immigrant kid, and so used all the foods. Yeah. And he is, um, one of his favorite foods is this incredibly bland um, chicken and rice dish mm -hmm. where you cook it almost, it's a mush. It's a chicken and rice mush with with salt. Uh -huh. It's essentially it has the it almost has the consistency of of cold oatmeal. Oh, 
but it's hot. And that, that <laughs> I would, I would posit that you would enjoy it. Really? Mm-hmm. Just because I mean, it tastes like chicken and rice and it tastes like good salty. It's, it's probably bar food is what it would be. <laughs> right. Right. It it's would like, be great bar food. Gets you drinking more, fills you up. You can keep well, it's going. That stumble home. Mm-hmm. It's the stumble home food because you're like, okay, well this will soak up all of the, pro- and he was, he was very sick at one point he had had, um, they screwed up some heart surgery like five, Ooh. six years ago. And, uh, he lived, he, they kept opening up his heart three times. They left something inside of his body oh that gosh. they had to open him up again. And oh every gosh. time they opened him up, my sister-in-law was like, Oh, he's dead. There's, uh. there's no way he's living through this. And I was like, Okay. Okay. She was, she's the angel of death. And she would always be like, it doesn't matter what you say. She's like, Oh, that'll, that'll kill you. She's a doctor, <laughs> but he wanted this so bad. He was like, when, when he, when his third, when he's sitting, he's like, there's this stuff my mom used to make when I was really from he's, the old country. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's 80 years old. He's on his, what we think is his deathbed. He's like, does anyone want to make this chicken mush for me? Your aunt Alice knows how she's 10 years older than I am. And uh, so she's it's, 90. It sounds like the perfect food for exactly that though, because it sounds like if it's mush, it would be easy to digest and rice and, you know, good carb, a good mm-hmm. bit of protein in there. And it's uh, not super fatty, not hard, like a, a red meat or a really fatty kind of pork or something. So I could see how that, and then salt. I mean, who doesn't like salt? Right, right. It's essentially just, you bake a chicken, salt, pepper, and garlic. Mm. Oh, and garlic. garlic makes everything good. Yeah, yeah. So you bake that chicken and then you take it all off the bone and then you make rice with that chicken in it. Oh, I can get on board with this. Yeah. And, it's and like then, a risotto, but with just like chicken and yeah. Right. And it's all shredded and, yeah. and, and super little so that it's just, you know, a sick person food. Yeah. And oh, wait, or is there barley? Is, is it, is it maybe it might be a different grain, but whatever it is, it might be bulgur. Uh, and whatever nice it is, grain and a chicken and that, it's grain and chicken. Yeah. And that's all. Yeah. I've, I've hijacked the Korean food talk. Well, uh, I feel like there's probably something exactly the same as that. In yeah. Korean food. You know what I mean? Like there's every, cause like we said, it's literally, they'll be like, this is medicine for fill in the blank. Like every food, if you are eating kimchi, they're like having a hard time with, you know, erections, eat this kimchi. It's like, it's like <laughs> what? What? This guy it's makes so an crazy. amazing boner kimchi. Yeah. Yes, this person, scary. did you want to have babies? Eat this yeah. kimchi. They have all the, and it's, I love about Korea how there's nothing that's off, like off limits. Like as far as health is concerned, it's like, do you need to poop? Are you having a problem growing breasts? Are you like, it's like every little possible thing. They're like, well, we've got a food for you. Like there's no. Right. It's uh, I have done an episode of the dork forest, a very good fun episode about Korean spas. Oh, oh, girl. Oh, uh, with Kira Sultanovich. I was just going to ask if it was because she always goes and she talks about it. Then she, yes. I'm like, I love Jim Jilbong's. I love that's the Korean spa. Love that's it's called Jim Jilbong. Jim Jilbong. It's okay. like a bong means room. And then the first part is like sauna kind of thing idea, oh. like many pools. I literally, I'm supposed to go to Kill Martin's after this and I don't want to, <laughs> I want to uh, go to a Korean spa. And the one in Northridge, which is the one that she suggested, which is because I like Olympic over I haven't in been to Hollywood. Any here. Oh no. No, because I was good. The first, when I first found out about them mm-hmm. was literally like about a year and a half ago. Oh. And then I was like, great. And then <laughs> everything closed down. 
Yeah. So I'm still, and now that I'm pregnant, I'm like, there's just, it's not a good idea. Not now. Yeah. yeah, But in a little bit, I'm going to be, oh yeah. But I've heard the Olympic one. I've heard about that one. And I've heard of Wii Spa, but it seems a little too popular. And very like hoity-toity, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I want. Normal looking humans walking around noodly. That's just (laughs) nakedy, nakedy, noodly, just a Going it around and because they get up in your business. Oh, yeah. And um, and then my bit. Guess what? Then my business is super clean and I'm very happy about that. <laughs> Everything is very smooth. You know, it's a scrub and, a, and, a, and then a weird fake facial, like a tiny facial with just yeah, yeah. Some, some milk water and a couple of uh, cucumbers. You slash you're like, you're good. Oh, it's just I, buckets of water thrown at you. Did you I go went, in Korea? I used to go all the time in Korea, like love, love, love it and the funny thing is too like i um i mean i i'm it was probably the first time other than in sporting situations where i would just be fully naked in front of a bunch of people and there's just no shame because like i remember girls like one foot up on a stool blow drying their pubic (laughs) hair and you're like there is no shame here let's do this but because of my skin color in some places i would go like people had never really seen this color so they would they come up excited. and rub my skin. And you Sons know, you're, of bitches. You're naked sitting yeah. next to some old Ajima who's like 80 years old and she comes up and rubs your skin. But the best part was at the time I had a nipple ring. Okay. So this is maybe T- TMI right now, but <laughs> it's out there now. Uh, uh, when you're 18, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> right? It's like... And the like people would like like go and get their friends and bring them over to me. Like, look at this yes. one. Look at her. Look. And I had one one old lady who was so lovely rub my skin and then give my nipple a little flick on her way away from for me to the next pool. And I was like, it's so funny because you think about it, and I was like, in any other situation, I would have been like, what? Like so offended. Yeah. yeah. But in a Korean Jim Jablong, I was like, eh, far for the course. Like, what do you want? Like, <laughs> uh, just- I have, I have seen like a row of Korean ladies scrub themselves at this running water thing. Uh-huh. And I was just like, we aren't that far from primates. No. Oh, uh, yeah. Because we look. And they help each all- other. It's yeah. literally like monkeys grooming each other, right? It's <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Same. Because <laughs> it's, it's free beautiful. as opposed to the 20 bucks that it costs. Because it is yeah. very, very inexpensive and very beautiful and tip big. We were in a pandemic, you guys. I went my first time uh, two days after being peak vaccinated. Uh-huh. I took myself to Northridge. And, uh, Did you love it? I loved it. And it was yeah. lightly attended, as you can imagine. Yeah. And um, I was like, uh, I'm willing to do this. And, uh, and she wore a mask. Uh, I'm surprised yeah. actually the, uh, yeah. So, you know, when you go into a Korean spot, uh, uh, here anyway, they're just wearing, it's a matching black bikini. Mm-hmm. They're all wearing black bikinis and she had a matching black mask. I love and, it. Uh, but so it wasn't, you know, it was just a cloth mask, but it was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm it's surprised super... they weren't like, we're not wearing masks, but we are all going to have some gay tongue afterwards. So you can rest assured we are fine. The virus will not get us. The food's not that good at the Northridge place. Oh, okay. That's an but... important thing. Have you been to good Korean here in Los Angeles? So I have, I'm, I have not yet been to a place that I'm like, I can really like a hundred percent vouch for. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a place that I love in Toronto that has a chain down here. Um, really? Uk, what is it called now again? I know I forgot the name. Bukchang Dong. Bukchang Dong. And it's um, one of my favorite dishes is Sundubu Jigae. Very fun to say as well. But <laughs> <laughs> how, do you spell, how, how do you spell the Dong, the name of the place? Um, B U K 
Mm-hmm. And then Chang, C-H-A-N-G. And then Dong? Dong, yeah. <laughs> and then and Dong. Then, and what's the name of the thing you like there? The food I like there is called Sundubu Jigae. So S-O-O-N. Okay. Um, D-U-B-U. Okay. J-I-G-G-A-E. And okay. it means soft tofu soup. Oh. And so it's... And it's it it's has to be so amazing good. if I'm going to love a soft tofu soup. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. I was always like, I'm not like before I went over, I wasn't a big fan of of tofu. It wasn't like a big, you know what I mean? But the the to, the tofu in the soup is just like having egg in a soup. Oh. So it's really like soft and it you yeah. know picks on the flavor, whatever. But the soup itself, especially if you get a kimchi sundubu jjigae. Because All then right. you've got the spicy kimchi that's been <laughs> stewed in mm-hmm. and it's so like spicy and tasty and yummy. And then you have these little pops of the soft tofu, which give your mouth a break and like cool it off. And then you get, it's so, so good. So that, I mean, that place that the one in, in that I went to here in LA was good, but it wasn't as good as the Toronto, you know, the original chain I had gone to in Toronto. Um, but for Takalbi, which is my, like I said, the chicken one that I yeah. talked about earlier, there is a place called Mapo Takalbi that is unbelievable and very, very authentic to like the Korean experience that I had when I was there. Uh, and it's just M-A-P-O and then D-A-K Galbi. Mapo. Right. And that's the name of the place? That's the name of the restaurant. And <sighs> you know what's funny is, so I forced my husband to take me there multiple times right. when I first came. <laughs> um, but the last time I went, I walked in. And I saw this woman sitting there and I was like, wait a minute, I know her. And it was a friend of mine who I had known in Korea who lives in Canada and happened to be in town for a weekend. And she sought out the best Takalbi restaurant. And we both ended up, it was like (laughs) a reunion of being in Korea. And we were both (laughs) like, this is a, this is a true Korean experience right right now. Okay. Now I feel vindicated because (laughs) you like it and I like it and you can feel vindicated because we both found the same place. Exactly. It was Uh, really amazing. I am currently making uh, a fish stew, but Mm. I swear to God for tonight, I would have gone out to that i would have found that place oh, and gone out to it it's so i really is it in koreatown it's i'm the worst at knowing where anything is okay. I, I like literally i found it over it, the hill and then yeah it's okay it's it's <laughs> somewhere down there okay <laughs> I, I'm, I'm assuming it's like koreatown adjacent because it's not like in the busyness of it I, no maybe it's in koreatown i'm literally the worst i don't know how to okay. get like i get out of my house and i'm like am i facing north or east like i have no <laughs> um but uh, it's me too good. and this is what i this is this is how i justify it i say you know i don't get a lot of my self-esteem from my sense of direction there you go right me alone. i don't need that i don't i have a gps on my phone a gps it's, it's a great way to meet people uh <laughs> hey have you guys seen a thing that looks like this anyway. <laughs> like so. just yesterday i drove around the same block three times and for sure the people on the block were like is she looking to buy drugs like i don't know what she's doing because i was just so lost. You're like no land i'm looking to buy uh in, in here in the valley if i'm ever on san fernando boulevard uh-huh i'm lost <laughs> i swear to god i've lived here up there we'll flag you down 20, 22 years i've lived in los angeles <laughs> and i i have been so lost on several occasions that i have taken myself to lunch uh, yeah that's, uh, this is the 
thing. This is the exact thing. This is how I found so many good restaurants that I can never find again. Is you're just <laughs> lost and you're like, well, I'm just gonna eat here and it's delicious and it's an experience. It's an adventure within your own city. It's great. It is. It really is. It's uh <laughs> there is there used to be a great Korean, a place that I really liked uh-huh. on uh White Oak and Sherman Way. You know, a little Korean it's a Korean um mall. Oh, okay. So there's a gr- great grocery store. I love oh. uh, that's if you, my jam, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I like to you, make Korean food too. Just, oh, do you? Yes. What do you make? I make like Korean fried rice, or I'll make like just I'll just like add like I'll make a soup or something like that. But I'll mm-hmm. just sort of whatever's in my fridge, bibimbap, make a a bibimbap with that. But it's nice to go and actually get the proper ingredients if I can. And right, but right. I always have kimchi and gochujang, which is the spicy red sauce in my fridge at all times. How am I spelling gochujang? Because uh, uh, sriracha, whatever. I'm, I want to try gochujang. <laughs> so you people spell it either with a K or a G, but like okay. a K-O. And then so many different. J-U C-H, maybe? Yeah, it's K-O-J-U, koju, and then J-A-N-G is the last part. But it's like okay. some people call it like gochu or gojujang or okay. gojujang. So different variations of that. And so if I say uh, that word several ways and then go spicy red sauce, yeah, yeah, uh, the person at the about. grocery store will go find me a bottle of it. <laughs> well, like you can get it at Ralph's now. Oh, you really? You can buy it. Yeah, like that's where my my hubby buys me that. And also there's often kimchi now at like the Ralph's that we go yeah. to because it's yeah. becoming so popular, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, if you go to a real Korean a real Korean grocery, then you're getting the real, like what yeah. you could get back home in Korea. It's, right. <laughs> back yeah. home. I'm Nigerian Canadian, right? Korean. I'm like, <laughs> that's not my home. And, <laughs> but I, I do think, um, yeah, so that place used to be great. Then there was a really great place within walking distance of my house. Oh, nice. That was called Atlas Korean. Because oh, for some I've reason, heard of that. it has an Atlas statue on the top of the strip mall. Uh-huh. And but just above the Korean restaurant. And it no longer is very good, but it is currently a Korean pinball. This uh, is this place. I know this place because I've been there with my friend, Jonathan Giles, who's also a comedian here that I think that, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and, um, there was pinball in the front and it was an, uh, now it's at all you can eat Korean, which makes it not that great. Yeah. Uh, But great for birthdays, (laughs) (laughs) really good for birthdays and 30 pinball machines. Yeah. So, um, I have only been to it once and most of the, for some reason, and then the pandemic started. Right. And so, I was disappointed because literally the only thing I want is that Yukai Jen. And yeah. um, so, but now I am very excited because there are other things to try, uh, um, including that dull galbi. Uh, yes. And um, we'll go sometime. The thing is, I think with Korean food, because so much of it is social and communal, yeah. you have to find good Korean food friends. You know yes. what I mean? Who enjoy different kinds of foods and who enjoy it. Cause like, I love my husband. I love eating with him, but I know the whole time he's like worried about his acid reflux. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> I don't need that on my, on my conscious while I'm eating. Everything. You know, <laughs> yeah. Do you know Amy Anderson? No, I mean, she, I know okay. from Winnipeg, but I don't think I know who you're talking well, about. Well, Amy Anderson is uh, Korean. Her parents adopted one of the, uh, she was adopted by the whitest family in rural <laughs> Minnesota. Oh boy. And I love it. Um, her daughter 
it was on was uh, grew up on TV. Was like a one of those child actor kids. Okay, and um, might have been Community. Uh, whatever. Oh. Uh, but what doesn't matter? Uh, turns out talking about Amy Anderson, who was on that same uh, uh, Eastern Europe tour with Ron Jossel. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Antoine Young, I don't know if you know Antoine Young, one-liner guy. He's a, he's a South L.A. comic, and I never, I haven't seen him since. He must be a comedy store guy that Vargas knew. Uh, but Antoine, very funny one-liner guy. Uh, and it was Ron Josel and Amy Anderson. And Amy uh-huh. Anderson is Korean, and when we came home, all of us went out for Korean food because she knows she has a favorite Korean place. Oh, yes. That's the way to do it. And she has been to Korea several times, but I don't think she got to live there. Uh, but she has been several times in search of, in search mm. of fam, you know, mm. looking for family. And, yeah. um, but she is, uh, and now there were three. Actually, I'm like, Alpha, we have three people that are willing I, to go out for Korean. We need to make like a Korean food club. And then like once a month we go try a new place or something. Yeah, you know, I'm like, a hundred percent serious. Cause I'm like, when are you having this baby? Cause it's gotta be after the baby. <laughs> You're like, can you have the baby soon? So we <laughs> chop, can do chop this. On the baby. <laughs> the baby's coming soon. This baby's out in like a few weeks. So oh, uh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make uh, some dates here in the late summer. Holy like, smokes. Let's get this club you going. You want to reveal the gender or do you not know? Whatever. Have I told you have, have a little boy? Publicly? We have, have a little you... boy. I think I've said it publicly that we're having a girl. Oh, one of each. One of everyone's <laughs> like, you've reproduced. What they will be when they grow up is up to them, of course. I know, totally. But, but like, from the get, right it turns now, out you get to pick. These you are can the dress parts them, that she has. <laughs> right. And you can dress her like a pumpkin. You can dress her like a dog. <laughs> Because she is your little potato. Yeah. And, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I know. And Ron, Ron will go too, probably. I feel like, yeah, Ron, I'm like, I don't even know Ron that well, but just like, I know him sort of through other comedians from Toronto. Mm-hmm. And he's so funny and so quirky. And I feel like he would be the most fun to like be in a club of going to try new foods. <laughs> Right. Like be right in there. Make a note, Jackie. Make Korean food club. And uh I'm so I'm like, I'm not even kidding you. When this baby's on, I'm like, so Jackie, about that club. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think uh I don't think you're wrong. I know that Rangers are like, uh, can we be in this club? What's happening? <laughs> I will report back. Maybe and, you could uh, do like the new Oprah book club, but it's like a for Korean food club. And then all your fans will then go to these places and it's just going to become its own thing. It could be. It could be. There's I wish I could remember the place, though, that uh, that Amy told us about. And we sat. She was like, we all walked in and um, and they were like, oh, pile of Americans. Uh, let's get your regular table. And Amy was like, no, we want to set up a pie. On the on the on the because we also did barbecue, which uh, uh-huh. I don't always do barbecue. Um, so yummy! It it's is yummy. Like, it's like you got to do it with a bunch of people. You can't. That's not something you do on your own. You, you know? can't do it on your own, and you can't. You it has to be. You have to make sure that the meat is good. Yeah, like if it were an Argentinian barbecue, <laughs> I'd be on board. Or yeah. if it's the right Korean restaurant. So yes, um, yeah. So I. I'm pretty sure Antoine would be into this. So um, I'm doing a joke about Antoine Young because on that, on that tour, Mm -hmm. um, he, I wrote him a joke that Uh he didn't want. (laughs) And then I said, can I do it? 
and he's like, yeah. And I said, then, and then, so I started doing it and he was like, oh, that's a great joke. And I said, you'll be happy to know your name will be on my album. Uh, Cause I, I, and I will tell people to go see you. And he's like, yeah. I will take that publicity. <laughs> that's awesome. That's even better. Just somebody else doing a joke where you get to be mentioned. Yeah. Um, Bamford does it for me all the time. And so there's constantly, she's constantly mentioning me in her act and I'm like, please do. And yeah. uh, I'll take any kind she of told me about you. Actually, I did um, one of her afternoon shows a while back um, because I went to go watch. And then she said, is there anybody here who wants to open? Oh, there <laughs> I was go. like, yeah, I like, yeah. you know, and got and then we all went for lunch afterwards. She was great. But she was like, I have to introduce you. To, I have to send your information to, you know, like and she was like, right, right. the Jackie Keishin, she does it great. And um, and now here we are, you know, and now here we are, here we and are. we're almost at an hour. So, um, so crazy. That is crazy. Cause, uh, I did not know that we would be able to cover Korean food for an hour. <laughs> I, I'm like, this is amazing that like, it's already been an hour. I've already got a new term hand pies that I now get to use for, for life. And we started a food club. Like this right. is the most productive hour I've had in all of the pandemic. <laughs> there, I think we got to end it there. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, if you guys, uh, Rangers, if you would, uh, all the, all the people's uh, listening, see Aisha alpha in uh, doing stand-up comedy uh, with or without her babies and <laughs> listen to the shout out show, the shout out show. And if you go to at Aisha alpha, it's a I S H A A L F A on Instagram, Twitter, Venmo, uh, uh, probably <laughs> Snapchat. Definitely uh, all the, uh, and it's just Aisha alpha.com, which yep. is probably linkable to all the things. Your new so album easy. is called all the parts and that's listenable on Spotify and Amazon and Pandora and all the places. Exactly. Thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you so much for having me on. This has been so much fun. Um, what a delight. What a delightful way to have like a midday. I'm going to go make some Korean food and think about you. You're, you're not wrong. Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?